You know, it's always nice when Dudley's here because then he says, we are live. But we are. Good morning, everybody in the Bear Nation. I'm that bear guy from the internet, www.bearindependent.com. If you can't spell bear independent, it sucks to be you. Uh, listen, I know, I know because YouTube analytics are a thing that at minimum of 40% of y'all who are watching this right now aren't actually subscribed. So I'm just curious, what are you stalking me, bro? Put a ring on it. Hit the subscribe button. Ring the little bell icon. Aight? Okay, bear. For everybody else, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Leave a comment for the YouTube algorithmic robots. And also probably time to start stockpiling, uh, you know, 308 black tip, stuff like that. Because I'm pretty sure we're mere moments away from the robots taking over. Uh, I have been successfully indoctrinated by the Terminator series of movies. And uh, I'm, I'm concerned at this point. We'll just leave it at that. Today is also probably the day that we get officially thrown off of YouTube because we're going to talk about the FBI and the Air Force getting hacked today. We're going to talk about violent domestic extremism tied to anti-Semitism, and we're going to talk about tactical nukes in Belarus. And so if ever there were three different subjects that we could cobble together into a brief to piss off YouTube, I think we're there. I think we're there. So as always, good morning, Amelia, Michelle, Shalom. Shalom to everybody in the chat. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, the show is brought to you by RefugeMedical.com, which I'm not a shill for. I'm the founder and CEO. I started that company in my barn four years ago, and now we're on four continents with all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces. 84 saves to date. 84. So if you want to not die, RefugeMedical.com. Check it out. Okay. Fair independent brief. 31 July. Y'all, tomorrow's August. Can you believe it? Yours just flying by. How is my signal, by the way? I got any five by fives in the chat? Yes, we do. Buckshot Canuck, appreciate you. Thank you. The year is flying by. What if I move this microphone right here? How's that? I love it when the uh, armchair quarterbacks on the YouTubes are like, you know, he intentionally makes his voice deeper to sound tough. No, do you know how vocal cords work? Your voice is always deeper in the morning. And I don't know if you know this, but it's morning when I record these. Um, but if you bitch loud enough, your mom will probably bring you another Mountain Dew down to the basement. 31 July 23. A critical compromise of Air Force communication systems occurred when a Tennessee-based engineer gained unauthorized access and stole a mere $90,000 worth of government radio technology. Now, this is how you know this guy was low on the totem pole. He only stole 90K from us because the big guys, the big guys, ah, $100 billion washed through Ukraine. This peanuts, this dude. A Pentagon, a Pentagon search warrant, Pentagon, Pentagon, not pentagram, although at this point wouldn't surprise me even a little bit. A Pentagon search warrant was issued and the engineer's home was raided. During the raid, a computer running the radio program software, quote, which contained the entire Arnold Air Force Base communications system, end quote, all of it, not some of it, not part of it, all of it, which tells me, tells me that on the forensic side, somebody who knew what they were doing was able to look at that program and go, yeah, he got everything. That's interesting. During the raid, a computer running the radio programming software, quote, which contained the entire Arnold Air Force Base communications system, end quote, was discovered. The engineer also had flash drives with, quote, administrative passwords and electronic systems keys, end quote, 
for the Air Education and Training Command, or AETC, radio network, as well as, quote, local law enforcement radio programming files, end quote. Now, local LEO freaks, not terribly surprising because that stuff is published on the interwebs. If they're running VTAC or something like that, um, you know, some type of Motorola off the shelf, you know, 256-bit encryption or channel hopping or something like that, or privacy codes, eh, meh, you might be able to hear them, you might not. There's also never say this out loud on the internet, but there's software that you can put on your laptop that if you use your laptop as a digital radio station and you intercept those, that you can 100% in a matter of 30 to 60 seconds unscramble those VTech radio channels. Motorola is going to be pissed if somebody said that online. But anyway, so that's not surprising, especially considering that this uh, particular engineer had mapped the entire Arnold Air Force Base Commo system doesn't surprise me that he can also uh, get local LEO freaks because they publish that stuff on the interwebs. Yeah, do a quick Google search or DuckDuckGo if you're so inclined. You can find your local LEO frequencies, which, by the way, to all my law enforcement officers out there, um, love you, appreciate you. Uh, Y'all give way too much tactical information away on the radio when you're running ops. Stop it. Get like a get a chat going on your cell phone or something. Uh, because you are not the only person who can hear your radio freaks. Okay? Okay. Please don't do that. Back to the brief. The AETC, or Air Education Training Command, is one of nine major commands for the Air Force. Reportedly, the 48-year-old engineer had access to both FBI and Tennessee state agencies as well. Nothing to see here. Although, maybe... This is the hero we need. Maybe this dude got some FBI dirt on the FBI. And maybe he's going to decide to go canoeing in Obama's backyard and something bad will happen. I, I don't know. It's happened before. Was it a canoe or a kayak? I think it was a kayak. It was a, my bad. Kayaking in Obama's backyard. Or he'll just hop on a plane in Arkansas and that plane will accidentally fall out of the sky inexplicably. That I mentioned today might be the last brief ever on YouTube. <laughs> oh, I should drink some of this coffee. Super hot. Shall we continue? Yes, we shall, Bear. Reportedly, the 48-year-old engineer had access to both FBI and Tennessee state agencies. Apparently, according to the warrant, investigators had been told by both witnesses and co-workers that the engineer, quote, sold radios and radio equipment, worked odd hours, was arrogant, frequently lied, <laughs> displayed inappropriate workplace behavior and sexual harassment, had financial problems, and possessed Arnold Air Force Base land mobile radio equipment, end quote. Now, this guy... Sounds like just a phenomenal dude to work with. Great guy. Clearly a high level of morals and ethics. Um, but also sounds like he would be easily compromised by any foreign nation state actor. Especially when you get into the had financial problems aspect of this. Oh, you owe your bookie 30K? Here's 50K. Here's what I need you to do. Right? It's like super. Yeah. He sounds exactly, you're exactly right. This this guy is a PowerPoint slide. 
in uh, security ops training, like never be this guy. And so, you know, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if a duffel bag of $100 bills showed up on this guy's doorstep, you know, that three different cutout companies from the CCP, uh, that would be the Chinese Communist Party, which also gets you into trouble on YouTube if you talk about the CCP. Um, you know, just dropped a double bag of cash on his back back door uh, or, you know, typed up some ones and zeros into his bank account or whatever. Probably wouldn't be traded or wouldn't be uh, something that would be easily found if it was done financially. Probably washed through the Caymans or a Swiss bank account or something. Maybe got dropped into uh, his best friend's bank account or his wife or his daughter or whatever. You know, he can't have a clear pathway from... Uh, that guy back to whoever sent the money. But I digress. This dude totally sounds like somebody who could be incredibly easily compromised and then therefore be forced to, uh, you know, get all this FBI, Tennessee State and Air Force radio communications information that he just happened to have laying around his house. Also, just because we're on this subject, um, when it comes to commo and infrastructure, I've talked about it before. But it bears repeating, there's been a lot of, um, at, at least in my awareness of the prepper sphere lately, there's been a lot of talk about the likelihood of the grid going down. The likelihood of the grid going down. I am about 100% certain it's just a matter of time that that happens. Uh, yes, Ryan Haybower, anyone here of the Biolab busted in Fresno, California? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Chinese and they're manufacturing vaccines, not bioweapons. And those two things would never go together ever, regardless of what may or may not have happened globally for the last few years. Those things never, ever go together. Listen, sit down, shut up, watch CNN, repeat everything they say. That's all you have to do to be successful in life these days. OK, Ryan? OK. As I was saying, Stuxnet, S-T-U-X-N-E-T. Stuxnet. You should check that out at some point, you know, do a quick search on that uh, because it infected basically every Siemens brand PLC programmable logic controller on planet Earth mm, a handful of years ago. And just so we're all singing from the same sheet of music, 90 plus percent of all industrial automation in North America is accomplished with Siemens PLCs, programmable logic controllers. Every single wind turbine I ever stood up had a Siemens PLC in the base of it. Every single one of them. Um, you know, all of the cranes that are at the uh, shipping docks, right, ports of entry, they all run on Siemens PLCs. All of the uh, freight, you know, rail, uh, switching yards and all of that, Siemens PLCs. So it's literally at this point a matter of pushing a button on a computer and all that stuff can be taken online. And you think, you know, Chinese bio labs in California is asymmetric warfare. What happens when, you know, insert Chinese name here hits one button on a keyboard somewhere and all of those Siemens PLCs start cascading in failure on down the line? There's not enough parts to replace those. And even if there were, how would we pick up the phone and call to get them? Because there's no telecom. There's no commo. So, yeah, it's literally a ticking time bomb. It's the ultimate Trojan horse. 
you know, great way to start your Monday, by the way. I'm not trying to scare you or anything, but today would be a really great day to invest in some preps. Just throwing that out there. In other news, anti-Semitism has been on the rise across the Estados Unidos, intensifying most notably uh, during 2022. According to the Anti-Defamation League, both anti-Semitic and white supremacist propaganda has risen to new levels. Interesting. Also, how are they defining that? Matt Drake, 20 bucks, coffee on me this morning. What is on your go-to EDC med kit? Also, is there a kit in the future possibly for us working on a power grid, i.e. arc flash response kit? You know, Matt, that's a great idea on an arc flash response kit. I will 100% talk to my team about that. In fact, I'm going to write it down right here. Arc flash response kit. Um, you know, and you asked a question, Super Chat. So I'll just show you. And it also, I didn't plan this, although it would have been really good strategy if I had. Next time, KL, you give me a Super Chat asking a question about the kit of the week. And then we'll use that for impromptu branding and marketing during the brief. I love it. So this is literally what's in my pocket. I just pulled out of my pocket. It's the slick kit or because um, everything has to have an acronym. The slick is sexy legs and khaki kit. And if you like this kit, you should thank the patrons because they're the ones who encouraged me to put this together because this is the actual finished product of what I already EDC in my cargo pocket every day. So the slick kit or sexy legs and khakis kit, what does it have in it? It has uh, a two pack of halo chest seals. It has one Z-fold combat gauze, one pair of gloves, one four-inch flat emergency trauma dressing right there, and some flat duct tape. And then I also EDC in this pocket right here. Oh, can't show that on camera. YouTube will get mad. Uh, a soft tee tourniquet, right? So these two things right here in my pocket, good to go. I've got uh, massive bleeding airway respiratory right here. So that's literally what I EDC every day. All right, all right, good talk so much for your question matt drake and uh we'll get back to the brief sound good sounds good bear all right good talk everybody back to anti-semitic i wonder since uh both anti-semitic and white supremacist propaganda are on the rise i wonder how they're defining that what's up titanium legs that's slick you know it man you know it i wonder how they're defining um what white supremacist propaganda is because you know, a lot like how they um, started redefining what um, youth deaths from gun violence were by moving those statistics up to include 21-year-olds. Uh, you know, same concept. But anyway, allegedly, they're both on the rise. The organization, the Anti-Defamation League organization, noted a 36% increase in harassment, vandalism, and physical assault ultimately equating to the highest number of incidents recorded since 1979. So you're going to probably asking yourself right now, why should I care, Bear? Why are you a Care Bear, Bear? Bear, why should I care, Care Bear? The reason is this might be a canary in the coal mine for those of us who aren't uh, Semitic in our heritage. So just you know, keep your ears tuned for a little bit longer. And those of you that are, keep your ears tuned uh, of Semitic heritage. Keep your ears tuned. And remember, Father Abraham has many children. A report from the institution noted that anti-Semitism is one of the sentiments being pushed by both extreme right and extreme left groups, infiltrating the mainstream from both sides. Researchers pointed out 
that visibly identifiable Jews are the primary target of violence. Uh, how would we know visibly that they're Jews? Um, the tefillin, zitziot, uh, maybe they have, maybe they're wearing a yarmulke, maybe they've got, you know, long hair, they've rounded not the corners of their beard, that's all dead giveaways. Let's see. Visibly identifiable Jews are the primary targets of violence. The report read, quote, Haredi Jews are the main victims, not only because they are easily identifiable as Jews, but also because they are perceived as vulnerable. We need to talk about that. They're perceived as vulnerable, unlikely to fight back. American Jews, this is a quote from the report. American Jews have lived securely in the knowledge that civil society and its institutions are, are a reliable buffer against discrimination, prejudice, and violence. Well, with that assumption to this point, sorry to burst your bubble, but that's all a bunch of bullshit. American Jews have lived securely in the knowledge that civil society and its institutions are a reliable buffer against discrimination prejudice and violence i have news for you the best reliable buffer that i have against discrimination prejudice and violence is cocked and locked at the three o'clock position right now it has nothing to do with american institutions which i would again submit over the last three or so years interesting timeline as well have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt for anybody who can cobble more than four brain cells together that they are in no way a reliable buffer against discrimination, prejudice, and violence. Because you may have noticed an entire subset of the population has been setting cities on fire in mostly peaceful protests for the last half a decade with zero ramifications. Just throwing that out there. Just, you know, just, yeah. Continuing in the quote. Violent attacks on Jews and Jewish institutions in recent years have shattered the perception of exceptionalism, end quote. Almost as if that's intentional to demoralize people because fear is an excellent motivator and it's an awesome way to institute the Hegelian dialectic. What's that? Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. Google be your friend, yo. Actually, Google's not your friend. Not, none of them are your friends, but whichever one you're most comfortable selling your digital exhaust, just use that search engine. Across the United States, Jewish communities are responding to the rising danger, undertaking shooting survival training and installing armed guards outside of synagogues. Well, we two cannot walk together unless they be agreed. Let's go for a stroll, Jews. I'm all about that. Yes, you should have armed guards outside of synagogues and churches and public schools as far as I'm concerned. I also would like to give a shout out to an awesome brother and friend, Yehuda Remmer, a.k.a. the Pew Pew Jew. If you're on Instagram, you should be following the Pew Pew Jew. And if you're on the media team, you should be clipping this for Instagram right now. Smirks all around the room. The Pew Pew Jew, Yehuda Remmer. Awesome guy. Awesome guy. And he is, all yes, he's a Jew. He wears a yarmulke. I've met him. We've hung out. Like, he's full blown. That guy's a Jew. And he's also a huge proponent of the Second Amendment and you getting trained and knowing how to use your tools. Awesome guy. So if you are Jewish and you support the Second Amendment or you think that you might need to, given the current whims of the world, go check out Yehuda Remmer, the Pew Pew Jew on Instagram, please and thank you. He's also an accomplished author. I have several of his books. So just throwing that out there. 
Anthony Forrester, good morning. Yes, I do read the chat occasionally. I actually try not to, though, well, at least while I'm reading the brief, because if it's like, have you ever been like sitting in your dining room and you're trying to work on something and then like all of your kids come in and all start talking about three separate things at the same time while you're trying to like do your work? That's what the chat is like, except there's 1,174 of you here instead of three of you. So, you know. KYU7. Bear, just got my third bear fact in the mail. I love it. Thank you, Kilo Yankee Uniform 7. I appreciate you very much. That's awesome. Three of them. Good job. Back to anti-Semitism and the Pew Pew Jew. This data point may be relevant, even relevant, wake up, this data point, and cut. All right, take two. This data point may be relevant, even for those who are not Jewish, as anti-Semitism may be a particular kind of hatred that could act as a canary in the coal mine. By the way, I just I just have to. I've never been to Auschwitz-Birkenau, but I've seen film. I've seen pics. I've talked to people who have been there. I have no idea how you claim to be a Jew and be against the Second Amendment. I have no earthly idea. By the way, if you are a Jew of the tribe of Judah, one of the 12 sons of Jacob, Yisrael, as found in the book of Genesis, or Bereshit, as they ablon in the Hebrew, you are 100% aware that the children of Israel were well-armed and well-trained in the righteous use of violence. So how you got from that to some pussy that won't carry a gun, I have no idea. But you might want to reconsider and maybe just flip the book open and read it. You could even just start with the first book in the Bible, Genesis, Bereshit. It's Bug Out Bob. Good morning. Hey, it is Bear Independent. Yeah. Yup. I know. I know. It's a great day. It's a great day to be alive. The sun's still shining when I close my eyes. We've had some hard times in the neighborhood. Why can't every day be just this good? You know what I mean? You know, Bob knows what I mean. Anyway, um, if you're a Jew, or better yet, if you have a pulse, could you please carry a sword, please? I mean, if you literally need to carry a sword, I'm cool with that. But please, please, Levites, go throughout the camp, north to south, east to west, and slay every man who has bent the knee to Baal. And 3,000 of their brothers fell that day. Judah? Come on, man. Read about King David. What is it? Uh, the end of First Kings. I believe it's the end of First Kings. David takes a census of the house of Israel and the house of Judah. I know we're in a rabbit hole here. Yoab, his general, goes out and he numbers the people. 400,000 men of battle in the tribe of Judah. Come on, bro. Embrace your heritage. King David, David Amelik, right? If you oblong the Hebrew, right? Phenomenal warrior. David. Uh, Saul killed his thousands and David killed his tens of thousands. Yeah. So, back to the brief. The chief executive of the Jewish Federation of Greater Pittsburgh said to Sky News, quote, anti-Semitism is one of the oldest forms of hatred. It's been around for a long time. 
uh, literally forever, dude. Read the book. We've been lucky in America where it's kind of been buried below the surface. As I think we've seen around the world, with the rise in all forms of hatred, anti-Semitism has popped its head up in a really horrific way here in the United States and around the world. End quote. The Federal Bureau of Investigation released a report in March of this year covering all kinds of hate-related crimes, showing that 65% of victims were targeted because of their race or ethnicity, 15.9% because of their sexual orientation, and 14.1% because of their religion. At the end of the day, any kind of us-versus-them mentality can and will lead to violence, and anyone, including any of us, could be the target. So, canary in the coal mine. Also, why us versus them? Divide and conquer. A house divided against itself cannot stand, right? Abraham Lincoln said that. Yeah, he did, but he was quoting Messiah when he said it. In Matthew chapter 12? Might be 14. Hegelian dialectic. Thesis, antithesis, smashing together, synthesis. You create the problem, you create the solution, and then you control the outcome, right? Capitalizing the entire way. Now, that is the uh, written brief for today. We're going to take a look at an article from RussiaToday.com. Belarus is talking about, uh, well, Russia is talking about tactical nukes in Belarus. Um, before we switch over there, today's the 31st of July. It is the last day for the summer fun giveaway from Refuge Medical. Any order of $89 or more automatically enters you to uh, potentially win. One year pass to six flags, any six flags in the country, four of them, four passes, one large red Yeti cooler and an American-made Yeti cooler, two Boo-Boo uh, 2.0 kits, which are these, two of these Boo-Boo kits right here from Refuge Medical, two Refuge Hydration kits, and a family tourniquet pack, which is two cats, two soft tees, uh, two uh, SWAT tees, okay? So it's any order over 89 bucks. Go check that out. That's the Refuge Summer Fun Giveaway. And uh, we're about to enter into the part of summer that's no fun at all because tomorrow's August. And I don't care where you live. El Nino is kicking a lot of ass this year. It is hot AF here in uh, Oakley Dokley. Now, from Refuge, or not every time, from RT, from RussiaToday.com. See, I have an RT myself, which is Refuge Training. And so we use the abbreviation RT. But our RT is not Russian propaganda versus Russia Today, which is Russian propaganda. That being said, from RT.com, Russia Today, Moscow names conditions for withdrawal of nuclear weapons from Belarus. Now, just, just curious, do you think that like um, Putin is going to be uh, reasonable in his demands to remove tactical nukes? Check it out. No, probably not, right? Probably not going to be reasonable. Let's read. America's arsenal, arsenal should be removed from Europe, a senior Russian diplomat has said. Russia could consider withdrawing its tactical nuclear weapons from Belarus if the U.S. and NATO end their hostile policies against Moscow and Minsk. 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 That word. A senior... Minsk. I can't... I'm operating on low sleep today. It's only the second cup of coffee. It's too hot to chug, but if it wasn't as hot, it'd already be down. I've got this cool 
Aaron Dependent mug that uh, one of you cool cats sent me. These I don't think have ever been for sale anywhere. And I checked this out. This rode around in the back of my truck, the back back of my truck, for a year. And then I cleaned the back of my truck out. And underneath all of the logging chain and come-alongs and rigging and diesel cans was this cup. And it's just fine. So, good job, you who sent me this cup. Back to uh, not the brief, Russia Today. In an interview with RIA, RIA Novosti, published on Monday, Alexei Palashuk, who is in charge of the department that handles relations with Belarus, Moldova, and Ukraine, described Russia's decision to station nuclear weapons in Belarus as a necessary measure to buttress the security of both Moscow and Minsk. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Essentially, that's what Putin said. Hey, FAFO, you guys want to keep doing this Ukrainian war stuff? Uh, we're going to put pocket nukes in Belarus. And then he did. Palashuk said that Russia sent nuclear weapons to Belarus, quote, in response to years-long destabilization, destabilizing nuclear policies by NATO and Washington, as well as the fundamental changes that have recently taken place in key areas of European security, end quote. And in other words, the buildup of Western forces in Poland, probably. However, the weapon could potentially weapons could potentially be withdrawn if the U.S. and NATO reverse their destructive course and remove America's nuclear arsenal from Europe and dismantle the infrastructure for it. Polishuk said, oh, we'll, we'll remove our mobile Iskander pocket nukes if you destroy, remove all of your nuclear infrastructure from Europe that you've been putting in place since 1945, almost 80 years that's likely to happen. That's super duper likely to happen. Except it's not. And this this is the kind of stuff that Putin does. He's like, absolutely. I'll totally remove my nuclear weapons if you give me this, 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 and this. And so then he can say, well, we're negotiating, but the West has refused to accept our terms. Your terms were unacceptable to begin with. So, yeah. I feel like I'm like 14 seconds away from a Mitch McConnell moment. Did you see him freeze the other day during his press release? It was bad. It was really bad. He like, like he went blue screen of death and they had to walk him away from the microphone. And then he came back about 30 seconds later, like nothing ever happened. And so he was either having a mini stroke or shitting his pants live on television or possibly both. Because he just, the, the turtle, Cocaine Mitts, just went completely blank. Like, you know, um, like his BIOS crashed and they had to hit the power button. And yeah, yeah, they control all deleted Mitch McConnell and uh, walked him off stage, brought him back 30 seconds later as if nothing ever happened. And for some reason, I'm like right there today. Oh, well. The decision to station nuclear weapons in Belarus was announced by... Putin in late March, blah, 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 who said it was in response to the UK's plans to provide Ukraine with deplete, depleted uranium munitions, a move slammed by Moscow as reckless and irresponsible. We talked about this when it happened. Depleted uran uranium munitions, like 30 millimeter shells for, you know, a Vulcan chain gun, are not nuclear weapons. It's kind of like we're playing airsoft. And I switch from 2.5 to uh, 3 gram BBs. And then in response, you start throwing hand grenades, real ones. 
because I escalated. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. Uh, depleted uranium rounds don't explode. The reason they use depleted uranium is because uranium is incredibly heavy. And so forces mass times acceleration. And so there's more mass in uranium. So there's more force in those rounds when they hit so they can go right through armor, generally speaking. Anyway, there's more Russian blah, blah, blah here. But the point of this entire article is Russia said we will totally remove nukes from Belarus if the United States and NATO dismantle all of their nuclear infrastructure in Europe, which will absolutely not happen. That's an unacceptable uh, concession by the U.S. and NATO. So eh, you're relatively more informed than you were 33 minutes ago. That's the brief for today. Uh, listen, if you are new here or you're one of those people lurking in the shadows, please hit the subscribe button. We recently hit 190,000 of y'all here in the Bear Nation, which is astounding to me because I'm still the same guy I was five years ago when we started this. And this is still the same camera right here that one of y'all sent me five years ago to live stream with. <laughs> Matt Goza. Thank you, Matt Goza. Right. And like, and I still make videos on an iPhone, you know, and somehow. Somehow, the Father has seen fit to bless this to the tune of 190,000 people. So um, I am awestruck at that, and I want to thank every one of you for being here. And if you've been lurking, dude, just hit the subscribe button. I, I, cool. Now, if you are one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange here at Bear Independent, this is your polite invitation to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, links are in El Descripcione, which is Spanish for the description, I think, down below. Listen, listen. This morning on Patreon, we talked about standards for your mags, mutual assistance groups. Um, 23-ish long minute video on that, how to identify and set standards for your SHTF team, etc., so if you're on Patreon, go watch that. If you're not on Patreon, today is the last day of humanity that uh, the $5 tier at Patreon will be open. After today, it is closing. If you're already at the $5 tier, you'll be grandfathered in. After that, the lowest price of admission on Patreon will be $10 per month. You may be asking yourself, why, Bear? It's because I firmly believe, based upon input from all of the patrons, that I over-deliver on value there. And you just got to know what you're worth. And 10 bucks is not that big of a jump from five bucks. So if you want to get in, it's five bucks today. It'll be 10 bucks tomorrow. Look at that high pressure sales tactic. Refugemedical.com. Uh, I already told you about the summer fun giveaway. Today's the last day for that as well. So any order over 89 doll hairs of your pretend fiat currency, which is, this is insane. You know, we, we bitch and moan. We kvetch about, uh, you know, our currency is worth nothing. Yeah. So trade it for something that is. Like, go buy ammo. Go buy a sheep. Go buy a truck. Like, what? Something. Like, if you have liquid capital, go buy land. They're not making any more of that. Buy a first aid kit. Invest your bullshit fiat currency in something that has actual value. That's my point. So I was asked earlier, what kit am I carrying for EDC? And it just turns out to be the same kit that is the kit of the week, or the cow, as we call it here. And this is the slick kit. 
again, and it's like super thin. This was designed, it's vacuum sealed, designed to fit in a cargo pocket of uh, your khaki dad shorts, which is how I came up with this. It'll fit in the back pocket of your jeans, as long as you're not like a skinny jean wearing pseudo male. Anyway, uh, it's got uh, two halo chest seals in it, Z-fold combat gauze, one pair of gloves, one four-inch flat emergency trauma dressing, and flat duct tape. And so if you know what you're doing, this will handle massive bleeding airway and respiratory of the March algorithm. Couple this with a soft tee in your pocket as well. And I like the soft tee in my pocket because it's a much smaller form factor than the Cat 7. If you're going to carry a soft tee, you, you need to train with all this stuff, but you need to do more training for self-aid with a soft tee. Soft tee is really easy to use on somebody else. It's a little bit more complicated to use on yourself than a cat is. But this thing works. It's only been applied during the global war on terror about 15,000 times. So it works. And it's one of the two, well, it's one of the top two Committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquets. What's the Committee on TCCC? The Committee on Tactical Combat Casualty Care. The people who study after action reports of every single incidence of trauma medical intervention on the battlefield for the last 20 years. And this one has been used 15,000 times. Not this one. This one rides around in my pocket. But this model of tourniquet has been used a thousand times. The other tourniquet that we're very fond of is this one right here, which is the Cat Gen 7 tourniquet. A legit cat, not a made in China cat. This has been used 19,000 times in the global war on terror. Okay, so um, somebody said, do you take Bitcoin? No, we take the other pretend money, the U.S. dollar. Um, so you can get uh, you can get this stuff at refugemedical.com. All of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible. Today is the last day of that giveaway. So go check that out. Also, we do have uh, bare facts in stock. This is the bare fact. There are many like it, but this one is not mine anymore because it's going to the winner of the uh, Angry American live stream. I should probably get this to the other office today, and I should probably text him and find out who I'm giving it to. That's a great, great idea. Let me write that down. Got it. We need a stenographer. That'd be fun. So somebody just sit in the corner with that little typewriter. Yeah, we say a lot of shit in this room that probably shouldn't be recorded. Anyway, refugemedical.com. Handmade, made in America, guaranteed forever. If you break it, I'll replace it at no cost to you. If you use it to save a life, I'll replace it at no cost to you. 84 lives saved to date. So we don't just think this stuff works. We know that it works. And that's one of the foundational differences between us and the vast majority of our competition uh, our, our kit actually does stuff like it's actually out there right now. People who bet their lives on it are actually carrying it right now at this very moment on four continents around the globe. So, you know, yeah, you can totally get a first aid kit from somebody else, an air quote first aid kit, but, um, you know, you're going to open it up and your glow stick and rape whistle are going to fall out of it. You know what won't fall out of it? A committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet to stop massive hemorrhage, hemorrhage to your extremities, which statistically is 89 to 91% of your most likely modality of injury. So there might be a bungee cord in there that you could use to stop a bleed. Could you quickly show us exactly how the turd is used to attach the cat? Sure. 
So here's the cat. And this little piece of bungee cord right here, that's the turd because everything needs an acronym. Tactical Utility Retention Device. As you can see, we've got two pieces of webbing tacked onto the side of the kit. So there's my tourniquet. As you can see, the turd is just run through. See that, Matt? The turd is just run through these two bar tacks of molly on the side. And then the cat goes up through the top like that, then pull the excess around and loop it over the bottom. Let's see, can I, can I do this on camera? Look at that. Hey Bear, that's a cool grindstone shirt you have on. Where can I get one? On deployment. So like that, pull that through. I've never done this on camera before. That's it. Boom, it's on. And then you can take the slack out of it if you want. Just like that. That's all there is to it. It's known in the uh, rigging industry as a girth hitch. All right, refuge training. Oklahoma classes are live um, for the month of August. So come to class. Come hang out with the refuge training team. We have some really big things happening with refuge training. And, uh, you know, if you want to participate, participate. Speaking about uh, turning your bullshit fiat currency into something of value, skills weigh nothing and they go with you everywhere. Um, I've had too many people in the firearms industry come to our trainings and i'm talking about instructors firearms instructors a lot of whom are former action guys i've had too many of them say to me if i could make every one of my students take this class i would i have people in my network that require refuge medical training as a prereq prerequisite the words today are tre tremendous as a prereq to come to their firearms class. It's a really good class. Um, the 12th C conditioning recently came to class. Follow him on Instagram as well. The 12th C conditioning recently came to class. He took the essential responder, which is a two day course, 20 hours. And um, he told us, that he got more value out of the first hour of responder one than what the entire two-day course costs and this is going to sound crazy to you but we consistently get feedback from alumni that we don't charge enough for the value that we bring this is not me saying i'm going to raise prices on training classes this is me telling you that our goal is to over deliver on uh value for you to the best of our ability and we have over 3,500 people in the last couple of years who can count themselves as alumni. So you might consider refugetraining.com. Come to Oklahoma. We're within four hours of four, in, four major airports, two of which are international airports. Um, yeah. Fly in. We've had people from Alaska. We've had people from Canada. We've had people from New Hampshire and Vermont. We've had people from Florida. We've had from California all come out to Oklahoma to get this life-saving training. So refugetraining.com. Last but certainly not least, links to Caleb House are in the description down below. 
if you'd like to join our ongoing anti-human trafficking efforts to forsake not the widow and the orphan, to restore the least of these, calebhouse.org, Caleb with a K. I really don't feel like getting into the nitty gritty of what we do this morning because it's already a Monday morning uh, and I just... I don't have it in me to tell you sob stories about kids who have been seriously raped by assholes. But if you're looking to uh, partner up with a ministry that does something about that, Caleb House with a K dot org. And of course, Grindstone Ministries online giving there, as well as Caleb House swag, you know, T-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, our brother Rex's shirt, uh, the real dope and our brother Saw's shirt, facts, not feelings. Proceeds of which all go to support Caleb House operations and building. And last and absolutely not least, if you're out there and you need a copy of the scriptures, email admin at grindstoneministries.com. I don't need to know why you need a copy of the scriptures. I don't need to know why you can't afford a copy of the scriptures. I just need to know where to send it. No questions asked. Zero judgment. We have donated more than 6,000 copies of the scriptures since we started doing this. That's incredible to me. So if you're out there and you need a copy of the Father's Word, I got you. Admin at grindstoneministries.com. I hope you all have an awesome Monday. Get out there and do the things, Bear Nation. Shalom. <laughs>